0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lange Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their Ortho Quick Walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net.
1: Tennessee sports today with TSWA hall of famer, Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome back into Southern middle Tennessee sports today presented by mid Tennessee bone and joint coming to you from the Lee company studio right here in Columbia, Tennessee. Happy to have you on WKOM front porch sports radio and 94, five, the Eagle WZYX in Franklin County. Happy to have all of you with us. today. Uh, for the second time in two weeks, the uh, folks in Franklin County get the treat of hearing Chip Walters on the radio. And once again, want to remind you that we're going to have to do this every, just about every time, every segment, just to let you guys know, because this is very important information. We are moving from the 9 to 11 spot to 4 to 6 in the afternoons uh, starting next Monday. Uh, from what I understand, there may be some time lag for you folks down in uh, Franklin County. What we are going to try to do is get you um, the podcast. So we want to have, we want you guys to have that available uh, to you. So we're going to work with the folks at the Eagle to make sure that you guys don't miss any Southern Middle Tennessee sports and once we get moved we're uh, we'll also have a, uh, a segment you know specifically for you guys of course once we get on down there live so we appreciate you guys hanging in with us you know it's going to be a, a a transition but we'll get there now good morning to the voice of the Blue Raiders Mr. chip Walters chip welcome in how's it going?
2: Well, I, I'm good. I'm still uh, reeling from the shocking news this morning.
1: <laughs> we thought you. We thought you knew.
2: No, 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 the, no. Not that piece of news. The uh, the news that they. Uh, I know it was a long holiday weekend, but apparently they've moved Ravenwood High School from Franklin to Murfreesboro.
0: There are now ten high schools in Rutherford County. <laughs>
1: Congratulations, guys. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: how about that?
0: How about that? What, as it, <laughs> I mean, they already call it the Southeastern Conference of of high school football over there. Maybe now it's the ACC of of high school football with Ravenwood taking the role of Notre Dame.
2: Wow, oh. I mean, for, for a year for a year, maybe yeah. who knows? Man. But uh, no, for folks who didn't see it yet, it was a, you may have already mentioned it. Uh, there was a Sports Illustrated blurb about uh, a player committing somewhere and said from Ravenwood high school in Murfreesboro. Oh, so we, we, not, it. not we only
0: have, did we see it, but we discussed <laughs> it with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald, who was, you know, kind of ambivalent about <clears> losing <throat> a school in his coverage area.
2: But, um, you well, know, I, I'm sure Joe's take was interesting as all, as all of his takes are
1: I was without
0: say. question. And
2: hey, that, I do, I do want to make mention you mentioned the folks over in Franklin County. Um, And to take a little, and I'll make it a short trip down down memory lane. First play-by-play broadcast I ever did on WKRM was in 1979. It would have been November or December of 1979 at the old Franklin County gym. Uh, Columbia and Franklin County were playing basketball. It was the season opener, and uh, and it was the first game I ever broadcast that wasn't just in a tape recorder to try to, you know, to try to practice. It was real, uh, but in the old gym, which kind of looked a little bit like, you know, the old gym at Hickory, and uh, with because you had the the brick walls and the seats up behind it. Well, when I got there. You know, we all are looking for our connections and all that stuff. There was a phone line hanging out of the ceiling next to, and, and I was on the front row of the seats, uh, had to steal some electricity from the pep band, but got on the air. Uh, Mr. Bill Morris, who did the uh, Franklin County games at the time, he was very helpful and and uh, got that game on the air. So that was that was. When you mentioned Franklin County, all that, that all automatically comes to mind.
0: And I imagine when you're a high school sophomore or junior, as you were at the time, getting the game on the air was a victory.
2: Correct, correct. Because it may have went all downhill from there. But and I I, I was a junior at Central High School uh, that year. So yep. and uh, and uh, I'll tell you who was a senior on in uh, on on that basketball team and. Who just had a birthday last week was Manuel Young. Ha! Huh. One of the all time greats at Central.
0: Just saw Manuel at lunch um last Friday over at a over well, over at um one of Del Kennedy's favorite spots, Omegas.
1: So um one of if, all of our favorite yeah, spots. Well if that, you're that in is true.
0: That is true. Chip, if you've not <laughs> been to Omega's, you need to go.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll be waiting for you to, for the invite. No, that but uh, it's a standing it?
1: invite. Yep. You just
0: come on. It's basically, um, it's right there at the corner of um, Woodland and Cemetery
2: Street.
1: Cemetery Avenue? Uh-huh.
2: Okay, right I know the, where it is. Right there next know, to the lumber yard.
1: Right next to Shepard right. Lumber Yard. Right, right, right next to
2: Shepard Lumber, ne- near the old, uh, that, that, the former building of that place. That, yeah. that place, yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, joining us here um, on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Chip, since we last spoke, a couple of honors have come down for a couple of former Middle Tennessee State athletes as Keegan Chamati was recognized as co- Conference USA Male Athlete of the Year, and Anastasia Hayes was recognized as CUSA Female Athlete of the Year.
2: Yep, Uh, and Keegan, you mentioned, was named co-male athlete along with uh, Marshall soccer player Vitor Diaz. He was the guy who, who got the overtime goal to win the national championship for Marshall in men's soccer uh, this year, so you got two guys uh, named your your athlete of the year for your for the men's side in Conference USA, and then Anastasia Hayes. When you look at the numbers that that she put up, and what I think she was in the top five or six in five or six different statistical categories. Uh, this year, um, she has since, along with her sister and her sister from Notre Dame, they have all decided to uh, take their uh, talents to Mississippi State. But she did accomplish all of that: twenty-six and a half points per game uh, was number two in the country in scoring, and uh, and it's the uh, so she was well deserving uh, of those honors, and it's the first time. Uh, since TCU um, did it I think in '05, that the same school had both Conference USA athletes of the year and uh, it's the first time since joining Conference USA that Middle has had either one of them and this year uh, wins gets both of them
0: now um, when was Ebony Ro- was Ebony Row Conference USA or was that Pre. you're
2: you you you're, you are you are correct sir okay. All right. uh th- that's right yeah ebony road did win it in fourteen uh, and yes and that was middles i think first year in the league okay I think that's correct okay I think that's correct so yes that's right you're you're correct on that and uh but uh, it, it has been a little while oh no and, question uh, and it's certainly and,
0: a a heck of an honor regardless yeah so um Couple yeah, of 2013-14, fan-
2: Ebony mm-hmm. Rowe won
0: it. Yes, couple of fantastic performances turned in by Keegan Chimati and and by Anastasia Hayes, and and I don't think I've ever heard the phrase "taking my talents to Starkville," but that's certainly <laughs> what the Hayes sisters have done, and should be interested to see what they're able to get done on that Southeastern Conference stage with um Nikki McCray on the sidelines over there. So.
2: Yeah, it will be and you know they're all good players and uh and, and we'll just see how that dynamic now I'm, I'm, I'm it's you know that they're all back playing together and 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 you've got uh, another you know big group of teammates that uh that you that you uh, certainly want to assimilate with. So that will be that'll be interesting to see how that works out. Keegan uh, Chamotti, you know it's interesting that uh he uh he was a senior this year in grad school at Middle, and and in this uh, era, new era of uh, name, image, and likeness and things like that, you know, track athletes have always kind of been in a little, uh, kind of an interesting bubble of their own uh, once they're, you know, when they compete in international events and things like that. So it's going to be interesting to see how, because Keegan obviously is a very Talented and sought after distance runner, uh, and you know it'll. I don't think he's going to be going to the Olympics, uh, but you know he. You know, as you know, the the track the track world is kind of a, a world of its own. Right. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if he is uh, will continue his track career professionally and uh, doing some things like that. So that'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that because when you when you're thinking about this nil stuff, there are, you know, especially track and field because the professional area of track and field is still amateur. Correct. It's it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is unusual.
2: Kind of and like swimming
1: uh, too, I guess.
2: You well, know? yeah, you know, a lot a lot of the individual pursuits like that uh, are and, and, and the biggest I think you're correct that you know and I would I would I would say track swimming and probably in the winter sports you know the the skiers things like that mm-hmm. uh, although you know pretty much everybody has track uh, a lot of schools have swimming not a lot have snow skiing uh, the ones obviously out west places like that so we don't that doesn't touch us quite quite as much.
1: It's interesting. Um, switching gears real quick, cause we did want to talk college football and we have to talk to college football earlier. Uh, stock announced a couple more transfers and these guys are fresh off and of natty.
2: They, they are. And, and ironically, I, I, I must've, it was, I remember it was on a Sunday afternoon and I happened to be watching the last five minutes or so of the game. And, and it is, uh, Wait, two you're, kids you're, from-
0: you're, you're telling me you were watching a National Junior College football game on TV? I
2: was. I was. Uh, it just, I happened to run across it. Can't remember what channel it was on, but they were playing Snow College. Uh, and I saw it long enough where I, when I turned it over there, Snow had the lead and uh, and saw Hutch come back, score, and then hold Snow uh, to, to get the win, but they they were they got a linebacker and a cornerback so uh juriente davis uh, he is a, a linebacker six feet 235 uh in the championship game he had uh, nine tackles and two and a half tackles for loss and was a first team all-american uh in the, well 2021 this spring and eight games of the they played an eight game season. He had 43 tackles, three sacks, four hurries, seven TFLs. Uh, He's from Greensboro, North Carolina. And the cornerback is Deontay Stanley. He is from Dillon, South Carolina. Uh, So very well could have been – both of these kids could have very well been uh, recruited uh, by middle – out of high school at some point uh, because that falls right into the, the recruiting map. He was honorable, mentioned All-American, uh, had 32 tackles, two TFLs, a fumble recovery, two pass breakups and an interception, and he did have five tackles in that championship game against Snow College. So uh, it, it, it appears that uh, these are two JUCO guys who are plug-and-play uh, that, that come in pretty polished and you know and, and have some momentum going in their career. You know, uh, after winning a, a, a title just a couple of months ago,
0: I'm fascinated by this Stanley kid in particular, who, like you said, is out of Dillon, South Carolina, which um, is also the the um, hometown of one former University of Tennessee defensive coordinator, John Chavis, by the way. Huh. But um, did not know that uh, Deontay Stanley, six two, one ninety three. So I mean, he's a big corner.
2: Big corner, uh, you know, and you add him in back there on the back end with Reed Blankenship and Greg Great, who are at the safety positions, and you know, and that that to be able to get a big corner like that, and and, and hopefully have one that's developed on the other side, and and to take, you know, if you can get two strong corners in there, that does take a lot of pressure off of. Uh, off Reed and, and and Greg, who, you know, have had to, you know, limit some of – you know, it, it, this just kind of goes to show you how it all works together in football because if you have two corners who are able to cover man-on-man on, man on the edge, mm-hmm. then that allows your safeties to come up and and play better run support – uh, which then, you know, helps your linebackers, helps your defensive line. And so, you know, if, if you've got guys who can go do that, it makes you better defensively across the whole area. And, and and that's, you know, it's not looking at just one guy and what they do, but it's what they do that assists everybody else. And, and I think these are two guys that really, you know, kind of help, will help uh, Scott Schaefer uh, when it comes to deploying people out there. That he's able to to do a few more things that he likes to do with safety blitzes things like that where without two corners you can trust and that may be the most important word for a coach is do you trust them out there you know he was a little hesitant to to run to do as much stuff as he likes to do over the past year or two so hopefully that's a big help there and uh because right now, I'm seeing things come out. Phil Steele's, uh, his preseason book is out. And, and uh, you know, a lot of the stuff you're seeing from preseason uh, rundowns, you know, there's a lot of expectation on middle's offense. And I think this announcement, you know, really kind of gives the defense a shot in the arm as well.
0: You mentioned Phil Steele's, Book being out, and seven Blue Raiders were um, named to Phil Steele's preseason all-CUSA team, including defensive end Jordan Ferguson, um, great Blankenship, and linebacker uh, D.Q. Thomas, along with yep. um, receiver Jaron Pierce, uh, transfer quarterback Bailey Hawkman, and offensive lineman Natori Johnson. So... Yeah, I, it it looks like there are some expectations out there for the Blue Raiders on the gridiron this season, and certainly these two guys coming in out of Hutch don't don't slow those down.
2: No, I, I think you're right, and and you know, and and we're what as of yesterday, we're a month away from fall camp starting, and and so this month of July will be, I mean. It's you know in the old days, I mean, and you you've seen this, you both of you have, uh, uh, how much uh, you had uh, literally when guys reported for camp, it was that day on August whatever first or fourth or whatever it was, but you know now most of them are already on campus anyway. They're working out with strength and conditioning, that kind of stuff. This 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 will be an important month coming up uh, because. Uh, They'll be working with Matt Hickman and his staff in the in the strength and conditioning. The football coaches won't have their hands on them until that first week of August. But uh, Matt will be getting them ready for uh, for preseason camp and, and leading into the, to the opener on Labor Day weekend. So but in between now and then, for the coaching staff, uh, you've I've seen uh, you know some photos. Some of them are getting away for a little R and R this past week and this week. They'll be back in the office next week, and you know we've got events coming up. the The, the Blue Raider Blitz will be coming, starting the 21st, I think, of, of the month. We got an event uh, this Wednesday night in Murfreesboro at Strike and Spare for a family fun night, and so a lot of that kind of stuff happens in July. Then uh, camp starts up, and then Fan Day, I think, tentatively scheduled for August 22nd. That'll be a nice crispy afternoon uh, for that. So we'll get you, uh, once that becomes real uh, known, I'll, I'll let you know for sure.
0: Crispy. I like that. Um, <laughs> It'll be crispy. No doubt. Hey, as you mentioned, the Blue Raider Blitz, Wednesday, July 21st, um, the Blitz will stop in Mount Juliet at the GOAT from 12 noon to one thirty, and in Shelbyville at the Town Square from 6 to 8 p.m. On Thursday, the 22nd, the Blue Raider Blitz will be in Franklin at the Americana Tap House from 12 noon to 1.30 p.m. And in Nashville at 3rd and Home, adjacent to First Horizon Park, there from 6 to 8 p.m. On Wednesday, the 28th, it will be here in Columbia at Puckets on the Square from 12 noon to 1.30. Chris and I will be there for that. And it will be in Smyrna at Lee Victory Park. From 6 to 8 p.m. And then on Thursday, July 29th, it'll be at Puckett's in Murfreesboro from 6 to 8. So if you are a Blue Raider fan, make plans to attend whichever of those events is most convenient for you. Or more than one. Go to all of them. Yeah.
2: That's right. Hey, one other note uh, before we get done today. Congratulations to Michael Bernard uh, of the uh, from Hendersonville. Went to Beach High School golfer at middle tennessee and qualified uh, over the weekend for the u.s amateur at oakmont uh he did it down at burning tree in decatur alabama so congratulations to michael bernard blue raider golfer he'll be representing uh uh coming up august 9th through 15th
0: always ripping, as is chip walters the voice of the blue raiders chip thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning um and we will need to figure out how we can get you on next week between four and six as we make our move.
2: Well, just uh, we'll we'll uh, just give me a holler later. We'll figure it out. All right. See okay. ya. All right. all right. Bye.
1: Chip Walters. Typically on Monday. This week on Tuesday is what it is. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we got to talk about the Braves because. Some, some good to talk about, and then some not so great. So, uh, yeah, stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone. And join back to the Lee Company studio right after this.
3: Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com.
1: When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Teams you care about it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again with Mo here's Chris. Welcome back into the Lee Company Studio right here in the Front Porch Sports Headquarters of WKOM 101.7 FM and 945 the Eagle WZYX. Glad to have you with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Live until 11 o'clock today. At least for the remainder of the week, nine to eleven, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday next week, four to six. Just, just a reminder. <laughs> not gonna let you forget. Not gonna let you forget. Um, we don't have a, we don't have a huge long segment here. Or anything, but uh, what we do have is uh, a lot to gripe about because not us. The Atlanta Braves, by the way, before we get into specifics about the game, the Atlanta Braves, one of three teams who have not reached five hundred this year, one of three. No,
0: no wait a minute. Ha- haven't reached it or have not, have not exceeded, exceeded it? Sorry. Okay, one of three. I mean, the
1: Marlins, the Rangers, and the, and the Braves.
0: That's that's ridiculous. That's that's fun company to be keeping, right there.
1: And speaking of the Marlins, I guess the – Thank goodness for them. The, right? Uh, Braves take two out of three over the weekend on Friday and Sunday. and Not without its fireworks. Neither of those games were games that you really wanted to be watching if you were a Braves fan. I mean, Will Smith tried to give it away as per usual uh, on Friday. And – on Sunday, if not for Don Mattingly being an idiot, who knows? Because, as we as mentioned on Twitter, and you and I both saw it, every Braves fan in America would have rather have had Max Freed at the plate than Kevin Smith, and he walked Kevin Smith to, <laughs> to get, get to, to Max, Max Fried. Freed. <laughs> I'm su- I'm more surprised. Playing right
0: into our hands. Good okay. job, Donnie Baseball. <laughs> yeah
1: i i don't get it, like I'm surprised that they, that they didn't pinch hit freed for Smith jeez, <laughs> <I mean, laughs> that guy's awful and and yet Mattingly says, Hey, walk him well, put him on. <laughs> Max Freed doesn't do anything but line drive to center field and maybe touch first base maybe maybe maybe.
0: I I don't know if he did or not. I don't think he did. He
1: was behind it.
0: But I I will say this, whether he touched it or not, he did not step dead in the middle of the bag as somebody responded to me on Twitter. No, he did not. Yeah. He did not. But anyway. Yeah. We'll take it. We will. Especially in light of yesterday.
1: Once the ball hit, all the Marlins were walking toward the bench, and Heredia was – Apparently blocking well, the view of well not the
0: Marlins all, bench because not, he was on the field. Not all of them were walking toward the bench because one of them was picking up the ball and
1: bringing it to Max. Bringing Freed.
0: it to Max. Ah,
1: <laughs> oh, Sterling Marte, we love you. Yep. yep. It's uh, it, it, that was that was a wild game because I I started watching it late. Marlins go up like seven to three or something, and I was like, not watching this anymore. Yeah. I had al- I had almost turned it off. Been doing I, that a lot. I I mean, I've got better things to do than watch this team make me angry all the time. Mm-hmm. And those better things sometimes are
0: doing nothing. The second Ben Ga- the second Ben Gamble home run had not
1: landed when I changed the channel last night. <sighs> last night was just a It it was like everything that could go wrong did. Not only does Freddie hit a ball that would have been out at any Any, other park. Any other park. Not only any other park, but any other part of that ballpark. He hits it to the notch, to the track, and it bounces over the fence for a ground rule double instead of a home run.
0: And then he doesn't score.
1: then he doesn't score because Ozzie hits one to the track. And it's like – can we not catch a break? We, we've no. we've smashed these balls, and and then Dansby did
0: what, Dansby, what Dansby, does.
1: Dansby does. Yeah, Riley walks, and Dansby grounds into a double play, and hitting sub one ninety on the road is Dansby, while Orlando Arcia is playing left field.
0: Well, who who else you gonna play out there? I mean, you want to move Arcia to short and Al Monte put Almonte gets on base. I'm I'm good with that. He
1: walks at least. I'm I'm good with that. He I may think. not ever get a hit, but he gets on base half the time because he draws walks. I'm good with that at this point. <laughs> so I don't understand why we're not doing that.
0: Um, I'm, you know, all of the I, I wasn't really down with all of the Dansby hate about
1: a month six weeks ago. I'm there. Well, it's this is what I said on you know. Dansby is either red hot or ice, or ice cold. cold. He's never just average. If he could just be average, just average. all the time instead of hot and cold, just average. I'd be okay with that. But he's never that. Just average. Never. He's either hitting everything or nothing. It's just brutal. I, I mean, but
3: isn't that kind of the character of this team? They're either hot in a pistol for a couple of games or they're cold as ice for another streak, the too.
1: The top four have been really good for a while. For now. longer yeah. stretches
0: than they've not.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, mean,
0: when you talk Acuna, Freeman, Ozzy, and, and Riley, they've been good more take, than they've not. Of the course, first. you're talking about three all-stars in the top three spots and then Riley, who I think had a case. But the rest of that lineup – and and I think Dansby has been the biggest culprit when you look at where the injuries have been.
1: And and the worst part is Dansby had been trending upward the last couple of years. I mean, ever since the Cardinals series two years ago, where, I mean, he literally is the reason they got to game seven. And... I mean, and then from there, last year, he, he looked – which everybody looked great last year. I don't know what the difference was last year. I guess Nick Markakis, But, <laughs> I mean, it just – Nick Markakis would be incredible on this team. It's also – it's almost uh, – it's got to be done. Like, you've got to find somebody who can be that guy. It's obviously not Markakis. he's He's done. But who's going to be that guy?
0: Is that guy –
1: on this roster, no. And here's a, it, 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 this is what's crazy. You're, you, a lot of people will think I'm crazy, but there are there are people that I, I think would, you're crazy
0: anyway. There yeah. are
1: there are players I would trade for right now who are Nick Marcakis types, guys who are just average, but they've been in the league. They understand what it takes to. You know, you're not trying to do too much. You're just trying to get to the next batter. You know, and there are a lot of guys keep the line moving. Just keep it going. Yep. And in three to four weeks, Darno will be back. In two weeks, hopefully, Enoa will be back. Once, if you get Enoa back and he's pitching anything like he was before, this that cures a lot of ills. It, it really doesn't there, – there aren't a lot of ills on this team outside of the bullpen, pitching-wise. This rotation is so good. Freed, Morton, Anderson, Smiley have all been, in the last two months, fan-freaking-tastic outside of one inning last night for Max Freed. Max had a glavin-like inning. It happens. But those four right there and then Enoa, that is a heck of a five-man rotation, a heck of a rotation. You don't need any pitchers in your. You need to make sure that your bullpen is stout. And here's the thing: the bullpen has been better this month.
0: That's the scary part.
1: They've 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 been better. Shane Green is only going to get better. He hasn't been good, but he missed an entire two months and spring training. So I guess, I guess my point is, we don't need to trade for somebody who's. We don't need to trade for Otani or Mike Trout. We can trade for Starling Marte, Starling Marte, Garrett freaking Cooper. I don't think they anybody I don't think they're going to let Cooper go.
0: Well, I don't That guy. I, I I don't think he does that just like Duval. I don't think he does that to anybody else.
1: Well, he was Except coming the coming into that Brave series after coming he was 8 for 8 for 14, what did I tell you? 8 for 15 coming into the Brave series after coming off the injured list.
0: Well, I mean 15 a bits. What's that?
1: 5 games. Yeah, still. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just saying I, there are, there are so many things that this team needs to do and but
0: like you said, starting pitching isn't it? Nope. Top four in the batting order isn't it? Nope. They just got to get some things stabilized in the bottom half and and they got to figure out if Dansby's an answer or if he's a question. absolutely um braves continue their three game series in pittsburgh at pnc park um tonight the braves go in at 41 and 43 two games under 500 um pirates 31 and 53 on the year that's a 605 start as chris mentioned in the first hour that game will be televised on Bally sports south it can also be heard on our sister station 103 100.7 WKRM FM pregame beginning at 4:50. It'll be Ian Anderson on the bump for the Braves, five and four with a 3.35 ERA. Chad Cool, K-U-H-L Cool, two and five with a 5.16 ERA for the Pirates. And again, the Braves have won what four of their last six now, mm-hmm. following that 11-1 loss last night. Uh, this day in Braves history. On July 6, 1986, Bob Horner hits four home runs for Atlanta in an 11 8 loss to Montreal at the aptly named launching pad, Fulton County Stadium. Longtime third baseman actually playing first on this day, went four for five, hit three solo home runs, drove in six runs, became the 11th player to hit four home runs in a Major League Baseball game. And the first to do so in a loss as the Braves, who were actually forty one and forty with the loss, finished seventy-two and eighty-nine on the year, twenty-three and a half games out of first place in the National League West. Congratulations. And as as I saw in a meme a couple of weeks ago of it was a picture of Bob Horner sitting on the dugout bench with his hat off, and it said, This guy looked like a guy who had two hits in the Country Western top ten at any time.
1: That's <laughs> true he did. That's like. yeah. exactly what it looked like.
0: Um, the Sounds open a seven game series tonight at the Gwinnett Stripers. Stripers one P. Um, Sounds are thirty three and nineteen. Gwinnett's twenty three and thirty. That's a six oh five start at Cool Ray Field in Lawrenceville. Ethan Small getting the start for the Sounds, his third at the AAA level, looking for his first victory, looking for his first decision. He's 0-0 with a 2.08 ERA. Uh, The Sounds split their six-game series at First Horizon Park with visiting Louisville. They wrapped up Sunday.
1: There you go. should be a a great um, series for the Sounds and probably not for the Stripers. (laughs) Because small pitches, anything like he did last week, be in good shape.
0: Well, and the sounds have typically done some pretty good things against the Stripers. with that.
1: S- they swept them the first time. I'm exactly. Not, I'm not sure what they did over in Gwinnett the next time. I, I think it was a split, maybe been four to three, four to two. But it is what it is. Let's hey. see. Hang
0: on, I can tell you. It was. It was actually Gwinnett won that series three to two, with one game being. Um, Postponed due to inclement weather, and it will be made up during this series. There you go. So this is actually a seven-game series. Sheesh.
1: <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Before we do that, Coach, let's tell them about our friend Jason Egley. What do you say? Jason Egley is proud to be your local farmer's agent. Give him a call at 615-250-2723, 615-250-2723, and get smart about your coverage. If you are an educator or a teacher – Jason's going to give you a discount, so make sure to give Jason Egley a call. Lawrenceburg native, Jason Egley. Got to love him. That's 615-250-2723. Again, get smart about your coverage and call Jason Egley, your local farmer's agent.
3: Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's Top 5 Tuesday, brought to you by South 5 Fitness stadiums we have visited, so stick around on the other side. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. we we'll be right back, right after this. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is Sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
0: Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff.
1: Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back, into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn & Joint. Chris Yao Mo Patton, Coach Mike with you here on this Tuesday edition of the show. No intern one or two today. What the heck, Bill?
0: Interns these days.
1: I'm telling you. They just show up when what, they want.
3: What would y'all do to them last week to run them off? <laughs>
1: They apparently needed a uh, they needed a uh, a break.
3: Yeah, they needed a break. I go away for a little while and you run off all our help. So it is
1: what it is. <laughs> um excited for this top five, we need to get right into it. So Mid South Five Fitness with locations in both Columbia and in Franklin. Steelathletes.com, com. S T E E L Athletes.com. Give Thalia still a call, 931-215-5633, or visit MidSouth5Fit on Facebook. It's facebookcom slash South MidSouth5Fit, uh, or on Instagram, those type places. You can check them out there. Dallas, great dude, uh, and glad that MidSouth5Fitness continues to be your personal trainer option in Southern Middle Tennessee. All right, All right. All right. top five. Stadiums we have visited. Now, this could include anything from high school to pro to arenas to outdoor, indoor. Does not matter. Here we go. Any honorable mentions? Yeah, I've got. I got
3: one. One. I've got one. Go ahead. uh One I just visited this weekend. Riverwalk. Riverwalk Park. It's nice, ain't it? In Montgomery. Yes, it's a beautiful place. We were in the. "Quote unquote," the cheap seats, It actually had seats that could fit me. Uh, so that was that, that. was impressive in and of itself. Uh, but it's there's really not a bad seat in the place. It's it's again double A venue, so you know, kind of a small comparatively, but uh, nice place to visit. And, and I really enjoyed myself there.
1: It's pretty. Any honorable mentions, Mo? No honorable mentions. I have one: the Barn in Loretto. I didn't get to see it at its peak because of COVID. So I will be looking forward to getting down there next year. So there you go. All
0: right, we will pencil you in. Numero cinco. Um, my number five is, you know, for the historic value as much as anything, Wrigley Field. There you go. and it's, yeah. I, it's, it's know, not it's, a great
1: place to watch a ball game, it's but not it's not a great
0: cool. place to watch a ball game, but it's a great place to watch a ball game. Exactly. You know. It
3: ranks with, a little higher on my list, but we'll get to same. it. I, I've, been,
0: I've been twice. You know, <laughs> you have to be careful because it's not as warm as you might expect it to be because it's right there along Lake Michigan.
1: Yep. So, anyway, my number five, the Mark of the Quad Cities, now known as the Tax Slayer Arena or something, but it's in, it's it's right off the banks of the Mississippi slash Ohio, where you uh, know, and Iowa, where it kind of stops. Uh, so. It's in Moline, Illinois, slash uh, whatever the Iowa city Bettendorf, is. Bettendorf. Bettendorf and Davenport. Davenport that's uh-huh. it. Davenport is just across the bridge. And
0: there's one other one. because
1: there's, there's four cities. cities. Yeah, I just don't know the <laughs> other one. Now. But uh, Moline, Illinois, home of John Deere Tractors, and we did not know that and did not have uh, hotel reservations, and there was a convention in town. <laughs> Uh-oh. So that was fun. But that's you a found story. you a barn to stay in? That's a story for another day. <laughs> I wish we had found a barn. Anyway, number five. Number five
3: for me, can't go there anymore. It's Fulton County Stadium. Uh, Again, more of the memories of what happened. Got to go see Dale Murphy play uh, right out of college and and stuff like that. So, Or right out of college for me.
1: Number four.
0: Number four. Another NL Central venue. Miller Park. I don't think it's actually Miller Park. I think it's... um, Corporate sponsor named facility now, but the home of the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> they got a lot of history there. They've got a lot of the old Milwaukee Brave stuff on display and that kind of thing. Oh, um, cool! Uh, got a
1: got a Bob Euchre seat. I have I have never been there inside there, but I have I have been to it. I've just not been in it. In it. Yeah. So it's
0: nice. They've got the retractable roof. Um, American Family Field, yeah, yeah, whatever. Miller Park. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: number- uh, my number four is the Hoover Met as a football stadium. Oh wow! So watching Hoover and Spain Park and Hoover and Hewitt Trustful when you got ten thousand plus. And, and, and a baseball stadium for a high school football game is pretty cool. So. I've never been there for football. It's obviously. really cool. I have been
0: there for the SEC baseball tournament.
1: It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's pretty great. Four. Yeah,
3: my my number four was Nissan Stadium here in Nashville. Uh, <laughs> you're talking about the Euchre seats. The seat I had was under the southeast light pole, literally. Under the light pole My back was against The top fence That kept you from Falling out of the stadium Well thank goodness But it was uh, Thank
1: God there was a fence there Yes (laughs) really
3: But uh, actually I got a nice Panoramic view Of the whole place And the the game I remember watching The most we talked about Before was the 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 comeback Against the Giants Yep And got to just Kind of absorb The whole thing Instead of just Zeroing in on a couple Of little areas Number three
1: Uh, My number three Is Rupp Arena Rupp Arena, I've never yeah. been there, so
0: it's it's, yeah, it's, it's it could be louder, but again, I think I just think for the historical value of, you know, the teams that have been there and that kind of thing. I've I've been there for Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Tennessee, and it's it's a pretty good in, environment there. It could be better if it weren't for all the old people, but <laughs> right it is what
1: it is. <laughs> yeah, my number three, Rhodes Stadium. Alabama softball. You can't beat it. It's sitting in the brickyard in the outfield fence. They've got TVs mounted on the outfield fence so you can watch the TV broadcast of the game. If you want. It's it's so crazy. But oh, wow. it's super cool. Fantastic venue. Beautiful place. Patrick Murphy has done a great job over there. Road Rhodes Stadium in uh, Tuscaloosa. Hmm.
3: My number three is First Horizon, uh, home of the Nashville Sounds. Uh, the two times I've gotten to go, I've gotten to be behind the backstop, and, and it's got that really long overhang that most of the bleachers are actually shaded from the sun and the weather. Yep. And stuff. So, and plus, you can still see it's everything the, that's going the on. It's a 360 view, too. Yeah. 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 The
0: 360 view is cool. but Unless
1: you're in center field, then you can't see. Yeah. Uh, for me,
0: um, First Horizon Park seems. So antiseptic compared to Greer Stadium because I spent so much time. Yeah, yeah. But um, I get it. The other side of that
3: was that when you go to the concession stand, the way they got it set up, you don't miss any of the game while you're standing in line. You can sit there and watch the whole thing,
0: which is pretty cool. Um, My number two, Neyland Stadium. Okay. I mean the, the product hasn't been the greatest here of late, but. When I was going up there with some regularity, and and it was full, and it was, in the rocking, yeah, when the the home team was being successful, it's a fun place to be.
1: I have w- been one time. I enjoyed it. It was okay. It wasn't anything special, unfortunately. So, um, number two, Wrigley Field, yeah, same reasons. You said. It's it's a great place to watch a game, but not a great place to watch a game.
3: Mine, mine, Wrigley Field is uh, same and, and exactly the same again. Top row of the seat. I actually got some wind through. It was a very, very hot day. I'm I've glad had you did. Some didn't. wind through and stuff. I'll have, I have another story, but it takes way too long to tell about that
1: one. So. Same. Sure. Number one, Turner Field. Turner Field, really? I enjoyed it. Considering that it was repurposed and all, that's it was a pretty cool venue.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I again. I, I think maybe the team had something to do with it. I'm uh, sure, uh, but but it, it's nice. It was it was a nice hang. I, I hated to see it though. Know, I've not been to Truist
1: yet. Truist so. Park is nice. I I, really, I like the outside of Truist better than I like the inside. The battery. My number one, mm-hmm. the oldest ballpark in America, Rickwood Field. No question, Rickwood. Number one
3: Number one for me is Fenway Park in Boston Just yeah, simply the historical I went, I was seated up Right next to the Green Monster And got to watch uh, You're actually a lot closer To the game Than you think you are Out there
1: <laughs> Yeah it, It's straight up uh, yeah. They don't mess around there So there you go That's a Top 5 Tuesday Brought to you by Mid-South 5 Fitness On Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today uh, Tell us what your favorite is SM underscore TN Sports on Twitter. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports on Facebook. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Again, we'll be back tomorrow, 9 o'clock. Same bat time, same bat channel, 1017. And Facebook, Twitter, and all those great places. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. For Mo Patton and Coach Mike, I'm Chris Yao saying have a great day, folks, and stay cool, Columbia.